Welcome to Let Me Tell You. This week we are watching um, Coming to America, America, part one, Tracy. <laughs> we also have a special guest this week, um, E. Porgy Song of Be More Immortals. Hey, E. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, thank you, Nay Nay. Thank you for the lovely introduction. Yes, E. Porgy Song from Be More Immortals. We are here today. I have been around you guys from the background for so long. And I just love this music. It is an awesome night to get back on. Let's get it. Let's go. I'm so excited. Tracy, what is the movie about? So, Coming to America is a comedy romance film that was made in 1988, which is a long time ago. It's the movie is about <laughs> an extremely pampered African prince travels to Queens, New York, and goes undercover to find a wife that he can respect for her intelligence and strong will. Hmm. I feel like I, that description should be a little bit longer. So many things happen in this movie. <laughs> I would agree. But I, mean, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I pulled up the Rotten Tomatoes score. It's a 70% critic score, which is to me ridiculous. This should be 100% all the time. And then the audience score is 85%. You don't agree. Wait, I, I can't wait to get into this now. That's a uh, heartbreaking. A 70% seems accurate in my book. What? Three more longs, a high 90s. I don't know who disliked this movie or the reason for disliking it, but we would discuss that today. My only thought is that it doesn't age as well as you would like it to. Like for 2021, it might be issues with it. Let's get into it. So the movie starts, The Prince, Eddie Murphy, First, mm-hmm. can I first give shout out to Eddie Murphy? Because Eddie yes, Murphy been okay. doing his thing. Okay, yes, let's, let's yes, start there. Yes, Eddie forever. Murphy uh-huh. been doing his thing forever. I love Eddie Murphy. Now, back to, back to the thing. <laughs> love Eddie. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Prince of King wakes up. It's the 21st birthday. It's some violins. We got the rose petals. You know, everybody singing good morning. Good morning, Prince. And, good morning, Prince. And no one has gotten the, the morning bath like that. I must say, that is accustomed to that culture. The <laughs> royal penis is clean, your highness. Yes. She didn't even said, breathe. Whoa. Like, no breathing. He had to go whoa. back and watch this show and think time is the one. He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to time it. Because there's no splash in the water at all. In my mind, she was just cleaning it. It wasn't more complicated than that. No, they definitely was having sex. They definitely was having sex. I agree with her cleaning the royal penis. All I'm saying is from that time of the scene, there's no (laughs) splash in the water. The scene that you hear the violins playing, you hear the violins playing for a while, you hear him go, (laughs) (sighs) and then something comes out the water. You just got to time it. That's all I'm saying. So we are referencing a scene where like he wakes up, right? It's his birthday morning. They break him up with violence because he's just so rich. And he gets his morning bath. And he has these women that like follow him around. And mm-hmm. she cleans his penis and his whole body for him. And it yeah, is hilarious. Your body. They like brush a, his teeth for him. They brush his, They wipe his butt for him. They tie they his shoes. shoes. They tie, they tie his, his shoes. shoes. I want mine somebody like, tying my shoe though. I ain't even gonna lie. Like you know, Kai. <laughs> not not understanding how to tie your shoes and having people tie your shoes are two different things. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Tie my shoe. They be brushing his teeth for him. They Pretty much see his daily routine. We so the, the Hakeem bold as hell. We see Hakeem, the prince of Namunda. Bold as hell. 
Zamunda. 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 Yes. Wait. I just want to. I just want to reference this before we get. We're already in it, but I just want to acknowledge that this movie is probably the most quoted thing that's in like our culture. Yes. Than any other movie. Yeah. Baby color purple. Friday. I don't think Friday has as many as this. I think Friday has the most quotes. Friday, I think would, Friday I does compared to this. I would think Friday or Color Purple overcoming to America. What? Yeah, Friday, we're going to go through them. We're going to go through them. But the rules are clean, guys. Here's what I think. <laughs> no, I think, America do have a lot of quotes, too. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think coming to America has the most successful background characters that come out of a movie. I would say that. The extras in this movie had careers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Because um, uh, Fancy from Jamie yep. Foxx show is, is Vanessa in Bell. Vanessa Bell Calloway. Yeah, she was in she, Blade. She was Blade's yeah. uh, mother. She was in a whole. She's bunch the first of mother. Movies. She's the first wife, the queen to be. <laughs> <laughs> Bark like a dog. <laughs> That's what I said. They do have a lot of good quotes. Like, you know, coming to America. Okay, so let's keep it moving. So, after he gets ready in the morning, he goes to eat breakfast with his parents. We see them at this long ass table where he can't even talk to them. Right. And then, pretty much, he's like, Hey, I need to talk to y'all. I'm not ready to kind of be married. I want to marry for love. I want to learn how to wipe my own butt. I want to tie my own shoe. I don't want any more rose petals. King, like, well, bet. The only thing he is, like, oh, rose petals? Don't nobody throw no more rose petals there. No one throw more rose petals at my son's feet. <laughs> He's looking at him like, dad, I'm really just trying to say I want to experience life. Because he mm. been had everything done for him. So he mm. want to experience life. He's a prince. He's a prince. He like, look, you know, you about to get married. It's 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. It's not that time. Tomorrow, I feel like even like tomorrow or whatever, like the next day, that's his ceremony. I think it is like it might be that same day, maybe. Yeah, like um, he didn't even have time to yeah. digest it. It's like it's time. And immediately after exactly. this scene, he's doing the karate scene with um shit. What's his character? What's his character? Um, I'm about to look it up. Semi. That's his name, Simi. 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 Yep, Simi. is like having like the, the workout, working them out. Yeah. And Simi is putting all types of crazy shit in his head. Shout out to Arsenio Hall. Shout, Shout out to Arsenio Hall. But Simi is problematic as hell. No, Simi is problematic. But, but Simi yeah. also is like, look, man, you know you got to do this. Like, who wouldn't want a wife that's would mm-hmm. obey them? Like, mm-hmm. come on now. This is a good life out here. Why would you want to even go find somebody with their own opinions? I'm like, are you but- crazy? <laughs> Simi's the best friend, but Simi is, is surrounded by culture. So according yeah. to him, this is what his sense. duty is to the culture in the first place. Like, right. stop complaining and do your duty. But at the same time, it is his best friend. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have, he's not allowed to have best friends. I mean, he's not allowed to have friends in general. Outside of it, it makes sense for his security guard to be his best friend. He was to be his best friend type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. So then, okay. the most quotable scene the most memorable scenes comes now, next day or night. It's like we a ceremony in. for him. It's a ceremony. Mm-hmm. We about to show his princess, his wife. She come in. <laughs> you missed the queen song. I'm sorry. Yeah, you missed that. I'm sorry. Hold on. Can we pause for the dancing? <laughs> oh, the dancing was nice. Yes. Yes. I, don't know. I think I'm that is. Y'all can't sing me when I'm dancing. 
I can see you dancing. <laughs> the audience can't. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure nice. but she killed it. You said yeah, big the choreographer was great. I'm gonna give her some choreography Google searches. Yeah, I'm Just so nice. Big Liz. She killed it. And then the, the dancers killed it. Then they just kind of lay down at the feet of, you know, for the walkway. And as soon as they lay down, my man gets the second, she's your queen to be. And he, <laughs> out come Vanessa Bell Calloway looking impeccable. Beautiful. Beautiful. She looks so good. Beautiful. She looks so good. And you would think Akeem would be impressed by that or, you no, know. No, he was. Like, he around was beautiful he women. Because he's around beautiful women He wasn't phased. Beautiful wasn't women phased. washing his penis for him. Like, yeah, he wasn't beautiful. Phased. But, like. But that kind of reinforces, the, like, how he wanted something else. So, I would like to say that she was going to lose from the beginning. She wasn't going to be the one that he was going to want to marry because he wanted to marry for love. And at this yeah. point there was no love involved so it wouldn't have made a difference how beautiful she was it was the emotional attachment that he was mm -hmm. searching for mm -hmm. and he didn't know her name he didn't know well i'm sure he knew the credentials of her mm -hmm. uh, i'm sure he knew the parents i'm sure he knew the lands i'm sure he knew all the things but i don't know if he knew how she looked in the morning when she woke up <laughs> you know those things were tangible so that's why he like paused the ceremony and was yeah, like hey when the pantry it was like mm -hmm. Well, so, pantry, what's up with you? Poor baby girl, like, whatever I like what you, you like. like. <laughs> <laughs> whatever what's your favorite food? Like. Whatever you like. Whatever foods you like. What's your favorite color? Whatever your whatever favorite color, color it is. is you like. Like, he was trying to get to know her. Like, he it was, was. her time to shine. <clears throat> and she but didn't she, present herself to shine. But she, like Simi, was raised to be his wife. That's all she yeah. was raised to do. But you just know. like the king, let's just like the queen, the king's wife. She was also raised, but she's like, you know, I got to know him and love him. Like, so your trueness comes out after a while. I feel like she must have had better parents. I felt like if he asked them questions to his parents individually by themselves, it would have been a different response. And I think he put him on blast. And his mother's Brandon response Rivers. was mm -hmm. a duty to my country. She said mm -hmm. that, like, I did it for the duty of my country, but, but I, I learned to love them. So it is a difference because he could, if he was a bad king, would you learn to love a bad king? A lot of women arranged marriages is a thing, and they be not per not good people, but they learn to yeah. kind of deal with it. <clears throat> would y'all do arranged marriages if y'all wasn't already in marriages? Um, if you know this person is like down for you, this person is handpicked for you. So that's pretty much this person handpicked for you. Would you do arranged marriage? What you think, E? <clears throat> uh, at, at, at at the age of um, that age, that age 21. limit, when it was, uh, if I didn't have any direction and I didn't know what I want, I probably would. Like, it would have been an easy decision. All right, this is the direction you want me to go for the country. Sure. But he knew what he didn't want and he knew what he wanted. And then yeah. someone yeah. who's that focused isn't going to listen to everything. Isn't going to be down for the random arranged marriage. Correct. Um, would I do an arranged marriage? Like you don't have nobody. You just you like don't have my love. Just to say yes because you know things happen. But I know a couple people who like are from cultures that have arranged marriage. And um, um, my previous neighbor, she was with her husband. There was arranged marriage, mm -hmm. and 
I was it's just too reliant on somebody else to choose for me. Mm-hmm. And who's to say that person knows all of me and the things I really want in my partner? Like your parents choose who they think gonna be uh, the best provider. They choose who they think is gonna, you know, the things that they think is good for you rather than what might actually be someone that's compatible for you. And I don't think I could put that faith in my in my parents or whoever else has been the matchmaker to to do that for me. Mm, okay, I would do it. I would do it. I'll say I would give it a shot. Now I would do it like how it be like married at first sight because that's arranged marriages, but it's like mm. more new age and you can always get a divorce. So I would do mm. it alongside had like mm. that. And it's like, like, I can always get a divorce. Like, this is my trial. I feel like a lot of those cultures, like, divorce isn't an option. Yeah. Cultures that do that, like, this is it. <laughs> Y'all together now. Yeah. So that evening, <laughs> um, Akeem basically tells his dad that he's not interested in marrying um, Vanessa Polk. I don't know her name. What was the, the girl's name? Though it was difficult and him and, you know, his father got into it. He ended up letting them, you know, giving him saying like, hey, you can go to New York and, you know, sow your rural oats for some while, for a little while. Imani Izzy. Imani. Imani Izzy? Imani? Yes, her character name is Imani Izzy. <laughs> okay. Um, so he said he didn't want to marry Imani. But then, the, you know, he said, you know, you can go to New York and sow your rural oats, oats but you're going to come back and marry this girl. He didn't realize that Akeem had the intentions of going to find a bride. Right. He didn't care. He just was like, go yeah. ahead. Like, just go and thing. get some sex and then get out of my face. Come back right. here and get married. <laughs> <laughs> um, and him and Simi was talking about it. He was like, hey, you want to come with me in New York? Well, not New York. You want to come with me while I go find my bride? And he was like, where will we go? And he just spent the globe and put his finger down and it was Queens, New York. New York. Because where else would Queens be other than Queens, New York? <laughs> other than Queens, are full of queens. Full of beautiful queens. <laughs> uh, now, I would like to just pinpoint and, and say two things. Uh, uh, Brother Earl Jones, <laughs> he had a different position as his king because he came from a position of power. He did not need the other king's land. I think that was yeah. probably the most uh, predominant thing that we got to discuss because if it was vice versa, wherever it was the other king, I don't think that daughter would have had that decision. Or if he was the prince of, of Hakeem was the prince of the other king, I don't think he would have been able to t- tell James Rowe Jones' daughter. Yeah. Right. So I think it was this power play also. Like, you know, do what you want. Come back what you want. It's no big deal. It's still going to be here. But I think Hakeem knew all along, like, my dad's a king. I'm going to do whatever I want. So if I go say this is who I'm going to marry, I don't think he's going to not argue with me in the first place. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure if I think it was a power play. You don't think so? I don't think it was even, you know, he had the power in the sense of he could just do what he wanted to do. But I don't think it was like a... Uh, I like, hey, I can flex my muscle. I can do what I want to do anyway. I think that King I think Hakeem Carter, knew was going to know for, when before he came back that he was going to do what he wants, like you guys said. Yeah, I think Hakeem knew, but I don't think that the king knew. I think, no, I think he's saying, did not know. like, oh, the king, okay. it didn't matter to the king because the king wasn't marrying his son. He's going to be that regardless. Like resources. Okay, so I got, I got good it. in Zamunda. No matter what, Zamunda going to no be all right. No matter what, we mm-hmm. good. 
where right. uh, Amani's father was like, I got to do whatever he say because I don't have the option to, yeah, okay, that makes sense. allies or the resources for real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that's how I'm like, yeah, that'd be make sense. He probably was like, go ahead. That's how he's like, go ahead. So your oats, like she going to be here to marry you anyway. You get 40 days. He gave, he gave him 40 days, I think. It was like 40 days. Was it like 40? I know we gave him like a little bit of time to go and just do what you do what you gotta do, go scratch that itch and bring your ass back and you know it was either 40 days or 40 weeks, but he gave him some time to like right. go he ahead. gave him some time to sow his royal oats. Sow them <laughs> oats. Sow <laughs> them oats. Okay. So him and Simi are on their way to America, to New York. They this is the funny part for me. They come to so America. So Akeem Akeem is like, all right, we're gonna lay low. We ain't nobody gonna know. We gonna we just college students, and Yo, behind all them. them comes all this Louis Vuitton luggage, luggage so on top of luggage. <laughs> <laughs> they dress so they in jewelry. I'm trying to catch a cab with all the damn luggage, sir. You're sitting <laughs> in Volvo. Y'all say nobody gonna know we here. Like y'all got tons of luggage dressed in the finest cloth. You would think they would have called ahead or something, found a phone book for the states. Like, hey, we need to make a rain for somewhere to stay. No, they just went and was like, got in the cab and said, hey, take us to Queens. And the guy was like, no, they. You sure? I think they had, <laughs> yeah, they had uh, set up for the Waldorf Astoria, but then then Hakeem was like, take it to the common park. We want to go to the common park. Yeah, Simi, Simi had made arrangements at the nice, ho- nice he hotel. Like, yeah. No, he yeah. made no arrangements. The taxi driver was like, y'all sure y'all don't want to go to somewhere nice? Y'all want to go up there to, um, like, uh, what's that up there, uptown New York? The Waldorf. The Waldorf Astoria. Yeah. He's like, you don't want to go to the palace or nothing? Simi right. like, yeah, this- take us there. I came like, no, right. we want to go to Queens. recommendations. <laughs> we want to yeah, go to slums. recommendations. They <laughs> like, come take us to the most common area. The one thing know, Queens have the most common area. I know. Shout they out to Queens. I mean, yo took the luggage out the back and they stole that stuff so, so quick. fast. So quick. <laughs> Instant. I mean, they was on it. Stole all that stuff. And so it up. And Everybody had was there at the coat door. They had the stuff inside the jacket. I mean, immediately. Immediately. And then, um, but they they wanted to rent a room. That's where they was at the little apartment complex. They rent the room, and he like I want the worst room ever. They get the room the man. Look, we need the most homely unit. Which one is the most homely? I said I said this one to the um, blind guy. He's like, one window. Before they even go up the stairs, <laughs> the nigga falling down the steps playing dead, so he had to pay his rent. Yes, it's right. the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> Playing that shit, man. You still owe your damn rent. Right, go get up. So what you doing? And then he peeking so up when he walked past him. Like, get up. Right. <laughs> sir, uh-huh. sir. So they've already set the stage for like this place is gonna be lit. Crazy. Crazy. New York in general is gonna be crazy. Like the moment you get to New York, you you know you in for like a wild ride for the rest of the movie. You know you're in for a wild ride. They like settle into the, the apartment. So the apartment got like Somebody was murdered in an apartment. And the dog. And, and the dog. It's a damn shame what he did to the dog. And it's a damn <laughs> shame what he did to that dog. The Y'all can't tell me this got the most, the most quoted movie, man. The movie is a quoted movie. But I'm saying, compared, I'm like, compared to that and Friday. Yeah. I'll put it up with this Friday. They both got high Like quotes. I said, now in this two very scenes alone, this same scene, 
Uh, shout out to Frankie Faison and to Ruben Santonio Hudson, the street hustler, just mm -hmm. the street hustler itself. Hey, man, you know why you want to buy some of this stuff? Those hey, very hey, man, I got these. And hey, man, I got these. Hey, look. Like, they have the best extras ever. They really <laughs> these did. These extras have careers now. And it's just off of simple lines, man. It's, it's, a, it's a masterpiece. It's crazy. They staffed well for this. I love this movie. They did, they did great. Um, so after they go to get themselves acclimated to New York, I guess, and like, hey, we'll go get haircuts. I want a jury curl, whatever he was saying. He saw the jury curl. So he glow. saw the commercial. No, so no, Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. So, <laughs> so we get to the barbershop scene. Yeah. Wait, nothing but Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall. For in real. Arsenio Hall. And like, I mean, uh, uh, Cuba Goody Jr. was getting his hair cut. Cuba oh, yeah. was in there. Yep. Cuba was, was in there. He was getting his hair cut. He was in there. He was so, extra. Okay. He was an extra. So, okay. I'm going to stop. That's yeah. the last one. I'm not doing He was no an more. extra in there. He ain't had no lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, them characters tend to set the time to me. Like, I can't wait to see them in a new movie. Had a movie yeah. with just like, why are they still job. alive? They should be dead. <laughs> they was old as heck in this. They was old movie. as hell. How they gonna be in a new oh. movie at all? Black I could have used the movie you know just them cracking jokes in the barbershop. Yeah, you could see a whole, a whole at least a short. Shit. I'd have been I so content. I'd have been so content. At least a short. So SNL skit, and they could have done SNL skits off of these characters. Hilarious. So good. I just got to give Eddie Murphy them flowers now that he can smile. I'm telling you, he's amazing. Yes, Eddie Murphy. You didn't know he was the um. I did not know he was that daggone right. That Jewish man. My mother told me when I was little, I knew, and they didn't believe me. I would say like, "That's Eddie Murphy," and they're like, "No, it's not. No, it's not." And they had to look it up and find out it was Eddie Murphy. Because all the other times I can hear Eddie's voice, like his voice changes, so good. but she can still hear Eddie. Like you know, it's Eddie, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm listening and watching, and then like the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm watching it. I'm like, yo, that's, they funny as shit. This banter, and then at the end credits, you know, it's like how they doing like some of the outtakes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's damn Eddie Murphy. That is Eddie Murphy. The whole damn time. It was Eddie Murphy the whole time. In this He's so good. Eddie so played good. all the damn characters in the barbershop, except for one. He played the barber oh, and then the Jewish man. And then yeah. Arsenio Hall Arsenio. played the one guy. But the other two guys, the other guy that was there was played by somebody else. Yeah, he was a random. But I'm saying, like, yeah. the banter was mainly the that man, energy. The barber. So funny. Like, I was so like, so funny. Man, they were looking for somewhere where they could meet girls, basically. <laughs> yeah. And he tells them, you know, go down to the. Uh, the event and I think it was an event for the um yeah, at the, church. the charity at the church. So they go down to the event at the church and um we meet Randy Watson. <laughs> Randy Watson, Randy Watson. <laughs> Everybody know Randy. Yes. Everybody know Randy. They, like, that boy good. They have boy that good. boy is good. They got that they boy got good. Worry about that guy. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> yes, Lord. Um, Arsenio Hall is the preacher. And he the preacher was, was a mess too. Oh, creepy preacher. <laughs> Sweating, nasty preacher. <laughs> he was horrible. They having a daggone bikini contest at, at the church. church. At the oh, church. We a bikini contest at the church event. Best since that one. 
They was praising the winners. Lord creator. He made them. The pastor was 22. He was so funny. And this is where Prince Hakeem meet his potential. Lisa McDowell. Lisa McDowell. From the McDowell company. Not McDonald's. But McDowell. Right. And we're also introduced to her uh, boyfriend. Mr. Um, mm-hmm. Slow Glow. <laughs> himself. Himself in the flesh. Oh, Eric, Eric, um, Eric LaSalle. Eric LaSalle. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Soul Glow himself. The Prince of the Soul Glow. He, <laughs> was, he was such a <laughs> shitty person. Yes. Yes. It was he absolutely no feeling probably about him. Because he had money. He had That's a it. legacy. Not even yeah, money. He had money. Just, just a company that was in, like, guaranteed that it's going to be his. He knew the, the the soul glow wave was going to end. You think he would have been that uh much They're cocky a, about it? Yeah, Jerry right. Curl. He just knew Jerry Curl was going to last. Knew Jerry Curl was going to last. Y'all know they got a, like a new Jerry Curl on the side. Yeah, wow. I seen some. Um, Man, it's called the Gina Curl. I seen it. some pictures because it was like some I'm dude. He was like they showed him. They showed the soul glow poster next to him, and yeah. I was like, oh my gosh! I'm like, He's a, no, every, nothing is did it for my beard. So glow beard. I had a question. Yeah. So um Lisa is like a lighter skinned black woman, you know, mm-hmm. like soft hair. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, atypically pretty. Her sister Patrice is darker complected. Do you mm-hmm. think it would change the movie if Patrice was the Lisa character? Would you change the way you feel about the movie? Would it change the way it ages over time because it's 30 years later? Change for me. Um, mm. in the aspect of age, because her younger sister did play a younger sister. Her mind was what she younger. Younger. yeah, and she, she played asked, a young she sister. Young. I yeah. like she played too immature for me. She played she like, immature, but I wouldn't say she was young. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was immature. I'm saying I'm agreeing with the young part because she was a young sister, but she also played immature. Like Lisa had and Lisa showed intelligence, she carried herself like a lady. I don't right. think so the about them as characters. My point is really how they look. I don't have. I don't make me a difference. I don't think it. I don't think I have an issue with it because I thought she was very cute. I was like, oh yeah, my she god, she is cute. She just was immature. Right. I, 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 if she if she portrayed uh, an adult figure that was mature in age, and, and Lisa was, Lisa could have been the older sister that just you know was too cocky. But yeah, right. I don't think it would have been any different I as far as look i think see, he would have been happy as long point. as the character was the date but visually yeah. both of them was attractive okay i'm gonna say because i think my point is like when it comes to like darker skinned women are usually portrayed a certain way kind of like how patrice portrayed herself kind of sex hungry kind of aggressive she was ready to give my man a hand job at the game like aggressively you know that's just the way darker skinned women were portrayed back then um not back then but now black darker skinned women are usually portrayed a certain way and lighter skinned women are kind of portrayed a little more delicate and feminine and i wonder how our view of these characters would change if they were flipped around in different ways you get what i'm saying like like, in hindsight i don't know know. my wife I feel is like for me, a yeah, red bone, uh, but she's hella aggressive, and I like that. She acts like more of the younger sister than the older sister. So I, I like aggressive women, and it, it don't make a difference if it's dark skin or or red bone. I just like aggressive women. So I don't mm-hmm. think that would be a difference because he wanted the character. He pursued a character, yeah. not a look. 
she had to be cute. I, this is the thing. Right. For me, I, I get what you're saying. Now in today's political climate, where a lot of people recognizing and calling out colorism, I get I get your point about it. But to me, I didn't really see it as that political. I really felt like it was about her character. Now, I get it because the dog the dog skin sister happened to be the one that was a little more promiscuous. She was like she ready to get it, trying to throw her body out there. It's just a stereotype know. that's placed on darker skin black women rather than lighter like, do you skin. You think they thought about it like let's do this because she's? I don't think they thought about it, but I think that's the part of the younger. reason why I still you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it was thought about. I think that that's a part of like the issue that our default is to put darker skinned women in these roles. It's not like a, a conscious decision is being made. It's just what happens when you when you're casting roles. You go, oh, she looks like this and she would probably play this role rather than giving her the chance. I don't know if she wasn't given the chance. I'm just putting it out there. Because you know, we can just say like the third eye. I always open, close that eye. Because Imani, the prince, the uh, you know, the princess with the other guy, Imani, his first. The one that is was, true. Was, that is true. Skin. She was darker skinned and she was able to be whatever she needed. He needed to be. Okay, you're right. I don't, I don't think right. it was. I don't think it was a political thing. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think it was a conscious one, but I do think it it does happen, and it happened in this. I movie. think. I do believe it does happen. <laughs> I don't think it was intentionally done in this movie. It's the never way, intentional. Uh, people will, will point it out. I see it harder in other movies, but because of the casting, I, I say again, the casting was an amazing cast. Vanessa Bell is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna say she is a beautiful dark skinned woman. So I don't if you I, she's I, a beautiful woman, period. Because when, when you she's put the dark skin woman, on period. it and look like you're talking about so just period. Right, because we're emphasizing dark skin versus red bone. So that's why I'm uh, that's why I'm emphasizing. But well, I'm not saying it versus period. per se. I'm right, this what she's I'm beautiful. Period. This is what I'm gonna period. say. Right? Yeah. Um I've been an Eddie Murphy fan my entire life. My first curse words I got in trouble were for this movie. Mother said I used to yell, yes, yes, fuck you too. Like that was a thing. <laughs> old crystal used to do so <laughs> um i'm not saying that it's a conscious decision or something that's made intentional i'm saying i'm a fan of eddie murphy and have been my whole life and i can see in all of his movies mm-hmm. from this one to current there's a scene that he chooses to put the lighter skinned frail not frail that's that's not this but like the the softer spoken one have you ever seen um norbert yeah, yes. She's gentle. She's quiet. She did it like uh, the first Eddie Murphy, not Eddie Murphy, uh, Nutty Professor, Jada Pinkett Smith. Like these, his main roles are always women that look kind of the same. And I, I with think, Janet, the first Nutty Professor. No, that's the second one. No, second. Janet is the second one. I think but that I, I don't think it's a decision that he's making. I'm acknowledging that it's something that we have in our subconscious that we find. We find those women, those types of women, beautiful by default. And I believe in this movie, it was also that Lisa was beautiful by default, regardless of how she acted, because she looked the way she looked. I don't know, man. I don't know. This is a tough one because they, because Coming to America did a good job of making every sister of color, every person of color beautiful. I'm not saying that 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 was ugly. I'm saying like. So it's, it's like, not just like Lisa, but you're saying Lisa was the most product was more more like Lisa was the prize. Field. 
Right. Yes. She wasn't the prize of the movie. There was the, she the was. models that was beautiful. No, there was more. To him, to the movie. Yeah, she to was the most attractive person in the movie. I didn't say she was the most attractive. Mm-hmm. She was the prize of the movie. She was higher mm-hmm. valued in the movie. She's the most valued woman in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's okay. the that's that's the facts. All the dark skinned women yeah. were sucking was sucking his dick inside the daggone pool and barking for him and doing everything else, and he just chose her. And I'm not saying he made the choice like uh dark skinned women. I'm saying that in our culture, we just place these women that look this way on that status. And we I don't, don't know, do that. We can keep it moving. I'm just I'm, I'm speaking I'm, my piece. Out this one I'm speaking my piece one, uh, from my perspective and my piece. opinion. I can see I your perspective. No I can like understand dark, your I perspective. And like, I just love all women, all women of color, period. I go back and take it home to mama. <laughs> That's I know to me. Eddie Murphy has preferences. No, Eddie Murphy definitely has a preference. That's something like, I get your point. That's what I'm saying. I understand your point. I understand your point also. I, I understand your point also. I just have a different view of coming to America versus other movies where we got to choose versus where who was just chosen as a cat. It's so Eddie Murphy I, I was choosing. Yeah, Eddie Murphy choosing. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy was, was the writer. Reference. Eddie Murphy was the choosing. He he was a writer in this, but he didn't choose the cast. There was a yeah, he did. Yeah, did you see did. the interview with him and Eddie, him and Arsenio Hall talking about um, yeah. Louis Armstrong? He did. They were part of the casting direction too. Oh, I they didn't. They were part of the casting. No, yeah. I'm sorry, okay. your point. But mm-hmm. I ain't looking, I'm not looking that deep. Sometimes we got an issue of looking too deep into things too, though. You know what I mean? I like, think that we should definitely be looking deep into things in 2021. Yeah, I'm like, but we say this every episode. Let third eye walk you. I just don't, I just don't get cold. Let third eye been wide open. But this is one thing I can say for myself as a defense of the third eye people. I can enjoy something while acknowledging that it has flaws. And that's my whole point. My okay. whole point is that we're acknowledging that the way things used to be and, and still kind of are, the way we do, the way our media portrays us, it is the same. That doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. This movie is top five of my movies, top two. Like, this and The Wiz oh, top are my two. favorite movies. Yes. Now, The Wiz, my For movie. Sure. Now, the Wiz, my <laughs> For movie. sure. But... I'm acknowledging that it has flaws. It has things that are wrong. That the things that in, in 87 was okay. 88 was okay and not okay in 21. 88 was such um, a long time, man. It was not. I was born. God. I'm like, 88? <laughs> that was a little minute ago. You are young. Not it was old. No, 88 was a little minute. Damn. And I'm like, this is the thing. No, because I said that because I'm like, 88 and Natty just now coming out with a movie. I'm yeah. like, that's a, 30, that's a little jump. 88, what, 32 years ago? Yeah. 30, 32 years ago. That's a jump. Mm, yeah, they, I do think they took too long to come up with a part two. That's such a jump. And okay. Only, people only going to watch it because people yeah, like, it's, it's people holding are on. die hard. Mm-hmm. Amazon smart thing by putting it on Amazon across platforms so anybody can watch it. It's going to get the views. It's going to make money. Do uh, I think the new one is going to We'll find out this audience. Week. I don't think we'll it's gonna be a new audience. Mm-hmm. I think we get a new audience though. It's gonna be the same audience. It's gonna be the same audience unless people mm-hmm. make their children watch it. But, I but the thing about coming to America, coming to America to me is a movie that crosses generations for sure. Like y'all watch it, I watched it, my mother and them watch it. I know whoever coming behind us is gonna watch it. Um, yeah, I think that yeah. yeah. 
So let's okay. get let's get so, through the storyline. I'm a we yes. gonna, I'm about to quick rapid fire storyline. What the best scenes? Can I insert good okay. scenes? Okay, go ahead. Yes. No, you do. Okay. I'll insert so good I'm scenes. A, I'm a rapid fire. Then you in the scenes. Okay. So boom. He meet um Lisa. Lisa, yeah, that's her name. He meet mm. Lisa, and then he started. So he like, oh, where can I find her? Her father owned McDowell's restaurant, so he mm-hmm. gets a, applies for a job at McDowell's. Him mm-hmm. and Arsenio, Semi, that's his name, Semi. Him and Semi mm-hmm. apply to work for McDowell's. He don't know how to use the mop. He said, <laughs> he's right. He was in college. He could go. The university. Uh, the university. Be like, so funny. <laughs> he was hurting them goats. So he worked in. The same when they did the speed dating. The speed dating. <laughs> And they had the club oh, and all yeah. the girls coming to the thing. And it was like all these different women. It was so funny. <laughs> so he pretty much, he only got the job to be close to Lisa. To kind of mm-hmm. see her and kind of see how patterns and, you know, kind of get mm-hmm. close to see what's going on pretty much. Mm-hmm. That first Offer outing, who was that first outing? They went to the basketball game. So yeah, they went, double to, date. they went on a double date to the game with her, with Akeem and Patrice and um Lisa and why well, keep want to call him Eric? That's his real name. So close. Daryl. Um Daryl was real disrespectful. Yeah, he was. He was real disrespectful to Akeem the whole time. The whole time. I would have popped him. I'd, I'd have popped oh, him. Oh yeah, especially when he was disrespecting soccer. But he was disrespectful, but that shows his insecurities too. He was real insecure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was insecure. He, uh, Patrice nice tried to get him a hand job. Yes. And he got, he got recognized by um, people who were from Zamunda when he went to the bathroom. Citizen, Zamunda citizen. And they took a picture with him. That's what I said. Patrice <laughs> was wilding though. That's I'm like, she was, she was seeing too she thirsty. She was doing a whole lot. She just was a little too thirsty for me. She was wilding. Mm-hmm. But y'all taking a little bit out of hand. That man worshipped him. That he he did. Him. Like, yeah. he was, was like, not friends. so much. You just, you're not just meeting someone. Oh, I recognize you. Nah, that he man was, was on a stadium, not stadium floor, but like how we would all do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How you would do? Like you I, saw Beyonce. Yeah, I was about to say like I would do if I saw Will Smith in the public. <laughs> no, you saw Beyonce. That's you. Beyonce too. It's a couple of yeah. them. I freak out. Oh my god! I'll give it to him. I'll be so normal. Like, oh hey, hey Beyonce. How the kids doing? Oh, mine is Jill Scott. I would freak out over Jill Scott. I wouldn't freak out. I would turn into a little. That's I what I mean. Travel on ice, chill. I love you, chill. <laughs> chill, chill. Save you my song. Let's take a long walk. That's me. <laughs> I love you. Because <laughs> the guy, he went up getting a camera and his other employee, like, look, it's the print. It's the yeah. print. Take a picture. He trying to play it cool. Like, I don't even know him. But then know. they walk up on him and they're like, what's going on? He's like, just somebody I met in the bathroom. Patrice right. was like, like, oh, <laughs> he acting like that. You made the bathroom. They the bathroom. sexual oh. in the windows. Like, all uh, the in the windows. Yes. All the sexual That was yes. overlooked. That was so funny. Like, oh, you made the bathroom. You say pause. <laughs> you got to say pause after that. You just been like, yep. I'm like that. And you want to take a picture with me because I'm amazing. Because that's what it is. <laughs> Then after a while, mm-hmm. um, Akeem starts to try to court Lisa. He bought her these ruby earrings. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out when he did. I thought they had went out first and all that stuff. No, they got first. He he initially just bought her a gift. Mm-hmm. Like from your secret admirer. From a secret admirer. Not Daryl. Like it mm-hmm. ain't from him. You know somebody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And he started bringing a flower. No, you're right because he started bringing her flowers as they went on their first date. They went to like an art museum or something like that. Yeah, and they, they went, went to the art museum. And they saw the um the two old white guys from Trading Places. Oh no, okay. Mortimer. Okay. 
Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We got backtrack. We got backtrack. Because mm-hmm. she went on a date with him because he stopped the robber. Mm-hmm. Oh, Samuel, uh, Jackson. Samuel Jackson came from, in there. From, from yes. yes. Restaurant. That's he got the <laughs> unscrewed the mop. Sam, first of all, Samuel came in with a shotgun. He was ready for it. Like, for that he work. was ready. Simi and Akeem whooped his whole ass. With the mop, <laughs> with the mop handle, took him out. <laughs> and then you got Sogo hiding in the corner. Sogo got like up under the help. table while Lisa was out there. Like. Your girl was about oh, to get killed by the daggone, daggone robber. She went to die. I ain't gonna risk my life a shotgun. He don't got up under the daggone table. I'd have got under two. He got a shotgun. I ain't nothing. Yes, she should have. She shouldn't have stood up. No, I she should have. She, she was playing it real loose with her life. She was. Because you think I give a damn about the damn McDowell's? They come here with a shotgun. L. Jackson Take with it. a shotgun. You don't Thank get you. under that table. You can have anything in this. What do you want? You want these chairs? You can have these chairs. Samuel Jackson came in there loud too, didn't he? Loud, loud, loud and ready. Loud as always. Loud, cussing and ready. And then the mm-hmm. father—that's what happened. Because the father, he gracious. He like, oh, mm-hmm. thank you. You know what? Y'all take Friday off and come to my house. They think they come yeah. to have like a little. Get that was so funny. Time. He like here, put these jackets on. Y'all about to serve the wine and stuff. The champagne. Volley like, the cars. Volley the cars. In the snow. <laughs> In the snow. Did we talk about? Did we talk about? Oh, did they get paid for that? I don't even think they got paid for that. I don't think they got paid for that. That's so funny. Did we talk about John Amos at all? Like he's killing it as Cleo. Yeah. He was killing it, McDowell, Mister McDowell. He played such a straight character compared to all these crazy ass people. Is he still alive? Yeah. I haven't seen him in nothing in a while. Mm-hmm. He was doing interviews. He must be in a new movie because he was doing interviews. I saw him recently a lot, so he must be in a new like, movie. I ain't seen him in a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if he's still out here. Yeah, he out here in the streets. <laughs> check on your people. <laughs> yeah, check on your people. Yeah, yeah check on your people. So they get to the house, and then this kind of, Daryl kind of set Lisa and it came up to further date mm-hmm. because he did mm-hmm. something so silly. Mm-hmm. So Daryl and Lisa, what was his, what was Lisa Paul's name in it? What was his name? Cleo, Mr. McDowell, Cleo, Mr. McDowell, Mr. McDowell, Cleo McDowell. <laughs> right. Him, Daryl, and Mr. McDowell tells the whole party that him and Lisa will be getting married. Lisa so he like, must have asked him for her hand and just was like, they made a leap that they was getting married, like getting married. Yeah, they didn't give like, her a chance. Fool, mm-hmm. you didn't ever ask me I, that I want to marry you. I don't care what my her girl face. was She was so mad. You can't just be, she was so mad. me off. And this right here made me get pissed off with Lisa later on. What part? Because remember how, so she know the situation, like her and, um, I mean, Daryl and her father sent her up to get married, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it pissed me on later on when she found out a king had an arranged marriage back home. Like clearly you can see a scenario where someone is forced to marry, you know, like her I, is putting people to marry somebody. She was more mad that she didn't know about it. Then it that it happened. How were you mad? You was already dating Daryl, also dating me. What are you talking about? What the hell are you mad for? I don't think she was dating. I think she broke it off of Daryl. He was uh, definitely dating Daryl while she was at first. Me. When they first went on the first two dates, they was together. Right. But didn't break up. up. But that's kind of the point. I think that like when you dating somebody and like you seriously dating somebody, you should know that they were engaged. Now, like Hakeem is married now. Hakeem, no, Hakeem how is the hell was he serious now. dating? We was not seriously dating. They was, was though. Not- she. He got out of the earrings. He didn't got out of the earrings for the courtship. 
That's why you tell him that I, you tell her that you're already engaged. If he's like, I'm I'm supposed to be married. I'm a princess of Munda, and I'm I'm engaged to be married, but I'm here. Oh yeah. Like, how would you? Do, how how do you? You right. That to someone? Because she what he wasn't supposed to know that she he wasn't telling people that he was the king. A okay. prince. Yeah. Yeah. Prince. yeah, yeah, yeah so I'm yeah, like yeah. she. I'm like if you really. I'm jumping. I'm jumping. So okay, mm-hmm. we get there. They go on this date. She started falling in love with him. He realized mm-hmm. he also fell because first he was in like in lust. Mm-hmm. So he she started mm-hmm. falling in love with him. He also started to fall in love, mm-hmm. and that's when they on like that third or fourth date after they gave that money to the homeless and stuff like little mm-hmm. pocket. He like my little pocket Like yo, pocket Mortimer, we're back. We're back. <laughs> that little scene. So, so here's what my question to y'all: Do you think they're going to do a, a multi universe like they did with this, with his other any of his other movies? I mean, they already built a universe just with this in trading spaces. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, do you think um, they, they may be? We got to keep watch for uh, possible multi universe connections because they did do the Duke brothers in a perfect mm-hmm. manner. Mm-hmm. It made sense. They fell at the end of the last movie. You know, they lost all their money, so it makes sense for them to be in the streets now. And they say more to more, we're back. More to more. We're back. Them all they all died in the nineties though, I think, in the early two thousands. No, 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 not so much these guys, just just in general like with another movie. movie. Yeah. 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 Not not so much the vulnerable brothers, just in general. I doubt they make another movie, but it but I don't know. I say that I never thought it was gonna be another coming to America. No. And it is. So like- shit. Why not? Right, because this is out. I wasn't expecting this. I would rather have. uh, There's so many other movies I'm waiting for a part two for. It's like, okay, I'll accept it. Let's go. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. So we all bum down the print. Semi writes this Western Union. I was about to say, so we're missing the whole Semi storylines. This whole time, Semi is hating New York, hating fake being poor. So. He just upgraded the apartment. He upgraded the apartment. There's jacuzzi in the apartment. He got girls coming. And then one day, Patrice figures out that, I guess she goes to the house and figures out that, like, they got She she breaking her and entering into their apartment because ain't nobody let her in. She did. She did. And then she realized that they're not poor. They're actually really rich. Send me, like, I'm the prince. I'm the prince. So funny. The so funniest she, part is go ahead. Is a keen space when he's like, "You're the, you're the prince. You're the prince. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you actually, you had to think about it for a second. Like, am I the prince? <laughs> Who are we? What are we doing in this country? <laughs> he was like, "All right, but that's why he took his pocket change. Mm, okay, give me all your money. money clip. You're not acting here. You're not okay. He's bringing Lisa home. He's bringing Lisa home to see how poor he was, and he opened right. the door. And Hakeem, um, Semidon upgraded the whole house. <laughs> and I'm like, Akeem, why did we have to be poor? Poor? Why did he have to be poverty? Yeah. Why can't we I don't just know be low middle class? So, he was so bent on being that poor. You think it would have been a fetish? You think it could have been like a some type of uh, mental thing. I don't know. You kind of identify with something. I, don't I think know. that he was trying real hard to be something he wasn't. Trying too hard to be something he wanted to the point we where he had been to middle live class. in a squalor. Yeah. Right. We could have been still living all right. And <laughs> like, right. Question is, is there a middle class in Zamunda? Is it, you know, some places like the States here, there's a shrinking middle class. It's either you got money or you or don't. You poor. Yeah, I that middle that. class is not there. So maybe That's in right, Zamunda there's a middle class. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Because like, the McDonald's got money. 
the McDonald's are doing good. They got money. The McDonald's not right, they're they're middle, middle money. No, they are upper middle class. Right, and you would have thought that once he saw the McDowell's house, he would have got a bigger house. Like, oh, we can be okay. Bill we can at least live in a regular apartment. We ain't got to no, live in this. We in the slums. We in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> One window. We in the z- rooms. That's There's a brick wall. We just money. He was a wall. Simi hooked that room up, though. Send it's me a shared bathroom. bathroom. He really did. Simi really did make it look real nice. Simi hooked that room up. Get the hot tub in there. She had the whole lot. The surround had sound. the first flat screen before there was a flat screen. <laughs> <laughs> he had a wall mounted TV before there was a wall mounted TV. Yo, he was in there. I was like, Simi hooked it up, man. Simi hooked it up. So Simi, after Akeem took his little pocket change, he's like, I'm about to go Western Union. And it's mm-hmm. Western Union from the game. The lady looked at him like, snitched. 400. To my what was like 400,000? It was like a million or something like that. <laughs> $500,000, maybe. It was a ridiculous amount of money. And the lady was like, well, why not make it a cool meal? He was like, yep, Man, I'm making a million. Do it. Make it a million. I mean, the very next scene, King Joffrey Jafar was like, let me take my ass to this daggone country and see what they're doing. And that's on that. Because why they he need a million up. dollars in American money? First of all, it's not that time for his ass to come back anyway. Like, <laughs> Sir, you ain't answering my damn messages. Bring your ass back home. You're too much oats. That you just spent all that pocket change. Like, you don't, right. So spent a million dollars and now you want more? Come on, chief. They looking for Akeem in the apartments. The landlord. Akeem told the landlord. That's what I'm Akeem told the landlord. The like, unit. Mm-hmm. I need your apartment because this one looks too wealthy. The landlord, like, what the heck y'all doing here? He's like, well, I'll take it. Go ahead and take my place. <laughs> Go ahead and take my place. His place look real reckless. <laughs> so the father comes and knocks on the door and it's the landlord inside the unit. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, he worked at McDowell's. When I tell you my son works, it was one of the most quoted, my son works. <laughs> Shout out to the king, because he definitely was the employee of the month, though. He, he was, was working at the he McDowell's. Worked work. um, and then he went down to the barbershop, and, and they was like, you know, yeah, he best with that little light-skinned girl up there. You know, no, no. <laughs> what's her name? What's her name? <laughs> like, like that's, that girl is not important type thing. He said, who are you looking for? Right. Oh, Kunta. <laughs> yeah, oh, Kunta. Kunta. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the kids here, you know. I've been on the third floor. Kunta, Kunta. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Did the conversation about Muhammad Ali happen in the front, the first barber set? Yeah, that was the first barber scene. We skipped that part. And it was like, uh, his mama, his mama named Clay. I'm going to name Clay. Talking about Muhammad Ali on no, Change Muhammad Ali. Yeah, that was when he met That was this one. Because he goes, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Who's next? <laughs> Thank you. Who's it? Beyonce gets it finally. <laughs> That's so funny. He was like, my um, his mama called him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. Poor Muhammad Ali just wanted to, you know, change his life and do something. <laughs> I know, you Muhammad know, Ali. That talk, wasn't his name. That was oh, really? the first time mm-hmm. I knew Cassius Clay was my, Cassius Clay. Mm-hmm. I had I found that out in that movie. And I Cassius, did not know yeah. that. I was a kid when it came out when I was watching it, but I didn't know that I knew Muhammad Ali. And I just thought it was so funny. I thought they was making it up. I thought it was me too. That me was too. real. I did a project on Muhammad Ali. Oh, it was a Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, it's only one month a year to give you black projects. No, for real though, everybody doing Oprah and shit. <laughs> Oprah wasn't even a project one from when I was a kid. It was always um, what we do: Muhammad Ali. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, uh-huh. um, Madam C.J. Walker, 
Rosa Parks. The defaults. We did the defaults. We did defaults. Uh, Obama and um, Oprah. All them I came. Have Obama. Them. I have like, Obama. You I have Obama Oprah. for the girls then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had Oprah. I had Madam. Either Oprah mm -hmm. or Madam, you doing something? <laughs> if you want to do a girl, I want to yeah. do a woman, a successful black woman. Do Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> what about Oprah? <laughs> when are we so, going to talk about the club scene? So that we skipped it. Go back to it. Talk about. So that was the front. We cannot overlook that. That was the front. Talk of the about movie. it. So the club scene, the club scene has got to be a historical landmark for any. Any guy at the club that went to go for the whole purpose of picking up a female. Like, if this is your goal in life, and you got that one friend that's like, hey, man, let's go pick up girls, and you want a visual of a tragic evening, this is the show <laughs> that you will get your, your life Not a tragic on, evening. This will be the most accurate. <laughs> The most accurate depiction of a traumatic night when you try to go and forcefully pick up a girl. Now, hence, this is a forceful because when you go to club, most of the time you meet someone off a happy snack. But these guys went on a date. These guys, they legit make plans to meet these girls. No, like the really speed dating. Mom with the what lighter. Like, what, yes. hold on, hold on. what is it like? The speed dating? They did a whole yeah. speed dating for one so night. Funny. The characters that came out, I have got to say. Uh, the twins, the, the uh, rapping twins. Yeah, oh my god, my name is um, DJ. Fill my breast, pick up. Because they was the most listen, listen, they was they the most, most realistic. And there's two guys you want to meet, two girls, them girls is rapping. They should have went home with them, and they was cute, right? That they wouldn't make the most sense in my book, but mm. everyone else, uh, the lady with the lighter. Uh, she would have been considered what goth, gothic in this time. So period, funny. She was, she was so much of a serial killer, Bob's. Oh my goodness. Yes. She was one of the witch, witch people. She seemed like somebody who was like a witch. Like she I said in the previous like life, I was I Joan of like Arc. Yeah. In the previous yeah, life, I, 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 I was, was Joan. I was Joan of Arc. Oh ma'am, okay. <laughs> Fast forward to where life is today. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people are comfortable wearing dresses and um, portraying as women. Mm -hmm. And uh, Arsenio Hall, Hall did not, mm -hmm. he, he probably did not get chewed out for putting the dress on for this movie. As, as much as the culture hates people who put on the dress, he didn't get chewed out for this. And it's fine. I think the difference is hilarious. Yeah, I'm like, I think the a, difference it is. Was a comedic, it was comedic gesture on purpose. Well, well, uh, well. Rhonda is comedic, and so is like Big Mama's house. All them roles are comedic, mm -hmm. but but I think the difference is Arsenio Hall didn't like, like pitch his voice up. He didn't make a mockery of black women. He just was a black woman. He right. sat next to Arsenio. He sat next to um Eddie and was like, "Hey, what's I'm good?" I'm trying to show you a good time. Yes, because of good time. But Rhonda, um. Uh, you know, Jamie Foxx's Wanda and um, Martin's Big Mama's House. Those characters are real, like, low-key disrespectful to Black women. I don't think I Arsenio think was... Big Mama's House is disrespectful? Yeah, I didn't like Big Mama's House. Dang, I like Big Mama. I do not care for Big Mama's House 1 or 2. Three Big Mama Houses. Different. It had to they be were, good. It was three? Not, yeah. Not really? good. Oh. So King Joffrey Jafar goes to the McDowell's house to look for a king. Cause he's trying to figure yeah. out where the hell his son is at. 
um, <laughs> in this in, in with dealing with Lisa and whatever. Right. So he goes into the house. He go to, no, he goes to the McDonald's. He goes to McDonald's first. He goes to the restaurant first. He does. He talks to Louis yeah. Louis Anderson, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's when he started changing his tune. Because at first he was like, Lisa, why would you want to be with a king? Mr. Soul Glow, he got money. You be with him. And then when he found the uh, king with that money out, he was like, oh my God, a prince. I knew I liked a that prince. boy. He had his own money. He has his own money. <laughs> when I say he has his own money, he has, he has his, his own, own money. money. Drops a big old stack of his uh face on the dollars. That's crazy. That's power. He called up a prince at the hotel. He was like, Yeah, look, he here. Come to the house for real. And after mm. that, King leaves the house because he like he knows his prince that he like, let me go find yeah. him. Kind of comes the, um, Well, they come to the house. The parents come to the house before King comes to the house, and the parents mm-hmm. sees Lisa and tells Lisa that Akeem is just there to sew his robe. Oh, she doesn't take you seriously. The and the mother's like, "Well, wait, yeah. you don't know if they take each other seriously. Like, don't put words in his mouth." Like, but yeah. it was already too late. Lisa was upset. She runs. Which was um, childish. Yeah, I agree. Because you know why? Also, because her damn father was already talking shit about the goat, the goat herder. So mm-hmm. now that you got mm-hmm. the, he a prince, a king, you you not up, you upset now. But your father just was talking shit about him. Like he wasn't worth it. Technically, you are not worth a, you're not worth a prince. You're not, you're sis. not worth a prince. Sorry, sis. Go to the fast food restaurant, sis. You're not worth a prince. <laughs> your status is not prince status. Mm-hmm. Like you can't Sorry, get mad sis. at it. And if anything, you should feel good because he chose you. Like he's there with you. Even if you think it's just for whatever amount of time, he chose you. Akeem comes back to the house and sees his family there and he's like, you know, I like this girl, but he loves this girl. Yeah, and the yeah. mother's like, well, go get her. And the father was like, wait, what, huh? <laughs> the father found out that Simi was acting like he was the actual prince. But yes. was like, That's the prince? <laughs> he was like, who? <laughs> Simi, my damn son. So, uh, Akeem chases after uh, Lisa, and he finds her station. on a train on the subway station, and um, they're on the train, and you know she's like walking away from him. And he's like, you know, I'll give up. I'll renounce my throne. I'll renounce my throne to be with you. No, you can't. I won't let you do that. Why didn't you tell me you were a prince? He like, cause how I know you would love me if I was yep. poor. Before I tell you I'm a prince, she she like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Why didn't you tell me that you had an arranged marriage? She like. I don't, don't want to be with her. I didn't want to be with her. <laughs> I can't do this bitch because this bitch. the little lady. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> because she gonna throw it on ruby earrings on a damn subway station. Bitch, you better. Here, boys. <laughs> Get high. <ticket. laughs> this bitch. Did that, did that touch a nerve? <laughs> did that touch a nerve? That triggered. That was triggering. Now that, that was, was triggering trigger. because you. She playing. I'm like she was already being childish for me. The, the fact that she was on them expensive earrings on the subway on a mock train, damn, damn. Are you crazy? Damn, but he crazy. caught him though. He caught like oh, because he he's a ninja. He's a prince ninja. I was like, is she crazy? I understand being dramatic and like okay, but the thing is like for me and now how I thought Lisa throughout the movie, Lisa seems to be an intelligent young woman. She seems to have a good head on her shoulder. Like she's a logical thinker. She wasn't really thinking logically. I'm like, if you really saying you fall in love with this person, you get to know this person. He's also saying, yes, I am a prince, but I didn't tell you it was a prince because how would that look? Somebody's out for money at that point. So like, I'm telling you, I really have love for you. I want to continue continue this relationship. I wouldn't do anything to be next to you. And she's still not even being a logical thinker and considering it. Like, Yeah. Yeah, she should have 
stay at the house. Go ahead, Evie. I think she was more like her, I guess, vice that she doesn't want to tolerate is liars. Mm-hmm. And as as much as an overdramatic person, she had to be told who to marry, when to get married. And that's one thing she was against. She wanted like, as much as, right, mm-hmm. as she wanted honesty. Like the most thing was hurtful to her was the lie. He should have um, told her. He didn't lie. He, like, he just omitted it. He didn't lie. Right. He and, and that's the thing. A lie by omission like, is still a lie. Right. It's still a lie. He omitted it's, information. No one likes that. No one likes that. Oh, wow. <laughs> you should have told her. me. You should have told her. For me, I think for the direction where it needed to move the movie, because we are led to believe that he didn't take it at this mm-hmm. point. Because mm-hmm. she walks off the train, right? She leaves. She walks off the train. Yeah. Right. And the little old lady's like, if you're really a prince, I'll marry you. He gave her the, the rings. I hope she went pawned them. Yeah, hope she went pawned them. Go ahead. I, I would have pawned them joints. I got bills. That's how she got to Africa. <laughs> because the next scene, she spent all that money on the rubies to get that dress. <laughs> no, see, I think she got the she got the Zamunda because I the, think the mother and the father got because him. the mom the mom already told her. So the, they riding back to Zamunda. He like, well, the father like, well, she tried and she said no. So hell, I guess he married you. Amani now. Mm-hmm. The mother was like, why wouldn't you want him to fall in love and do for love? He like, because that's yeah. just the rules. He like, who am I to change the rules? She was like, play them. Like, I, yeah, thought I, thought the the I thought you were the king. I thought you were the king. I thought you was the king. I thought you were the king. He was looking stupid. And that's how he was like, oh, you're right. I'm the king, baby. Send up the dumb face. Okay. So, we're going to go with our points. So we use the Geeks Haven's rating system um, to rate our movies and the you know talk about the points and then and, and we give our choice about five out of fives um, about our rating for the movie. So we're going to start with storyline. What do we give the storyline? You like the storyline? Yes. Points let's let our guest. Let's let our guest go first. Okay. Unbiased opinion. Storyline ten out of ten from start to finish. Because mm-hmm. the storyline at the time hadn't been done. Mm-hmm. It's original. Mm-hmm. And when you believe the story from the prince coming to America, even today, you can watch the story and be like, yeah, I can see why he did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also give it a point for, for, mm-hmm. for story. You know what? I was about to be petty, but he gave a good point. Because back when it came out, it was like the first, original. it was kind of breaking. Mm-hmm. It was original. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. So out of so wait so you were gonna be like no you wasn't gonna give it a point for yeah, storyline because like it was just was and I'm watching it now as a twenty twenty one a twenty twenty mm-hmm. it's just like some of the scenes was like that's not even how like why that was just silly but you have a you're hard on comedy stuff <laughs> um we're gonna do execution next I think my personal opinion it was well executed. From yeah. front to end, I can't think of any real flaws. It's things that didn't age well, but the movie in and of itself, flawless. It was executed well, um, 10 out of 10. Yeah, for execution, I will give it a 10 out of 10 because, ex- yeah, I'll give it 10 out of 10. Next is acting. Yes! Everybody killed! Everybody, Everybody killed! Everybody. Eddie Murphy played about four characters. Everybody killed. Arsenio Hall played about four characters. Yeah. The extras, one-liners, 
our career. Everybody movie. killed. Craziness. It was real power in this movie. It was craziness. Yeah. All the points for, was, for, uh, for, ex- for acting. Even more extra points for acting. Was the movie entertaining? Yes. Yes. Through and through. The whole thing from front to back. I can't think of like a law or doll area that mm-hmm. I would like want to... What area? What, what, what points? Mm-hmm. What parts was like dry? It was, it was all parts. It was all it was wet. Parts. That part was dry. <laughs> it's all wet. It was all wet. It was all, all wet. wet. What I'm part like was I wanted to fast forward a little bit. Some parts I feel like yeah. I didn't want to fast forward a little bit. Where? Yeah. The, the only dry part was when he was talking to Lisa at the bench. That was the most corniest part of the movie. Like the their In date. When they went to the restaurant and he was dancing and singing, someone to kiss, someone to kiss. Okay, that was, okay, that was funny because they was like, Fuck you, you be loved, you be loved. Oh, what else is I'm talking about? Which part did you fast forward? Oh, you talking about at, at, at the party, Elijah? Yeah, when he was at the house and they had him like doing mm-hmm. the waitress and mm-hmm. they were just friends, and he was like, you know, loosen yourself. And he said, I could lose myself. I thought that was funny. He was, like, he was like, I was like, I could lose myself. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's like, that wasn't dry. That's, that's wet. <laughs> that's all I wet. Fast, I did fast forward a little bit. I didn't even want to hold you. Because mm. it was getting a little dry. But that's, that's I can't even remember which part I fast forwarded on. That's the thing. I feel like it probably was after the part when he was like, all right, I'm going to go back in here and finish pouring the champagne. And mm-hmm. I feel like at some point I, I did click a little fast forward a little bit on Amazon Prime. Like mm, I clicked a few nice. scenes out. Okay. Um, next section is visuals, graphics, makeups, and things like that. I think all yeah. of that the prosthetics was dope. The prosthetics A1, day one. A one. You had to know Eddie Murphy to know that it was Eddie Murphy and them other characters. Yeah. Same thing with um Arsenio Hall. Yeah, A1. Well, I, I would do uh, perfect, and I'm also coming from a different perspective because for me, all the props was just as important. The slow mm-hmm. Joe spot sprays on the chairs, mm-hmm. on the couches, mm-hmm. when people got up and you saw that soul glow spot, mm-hmm. the, all the different uh, styles of jackets with all the uh, uh, figures on it, the they different clothes, mm-hmm. everything was good. The, the decoration, everything in the, the background. Culture, Direction. Right. It was alive. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. was alive. Everything smooth went smooth with everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that was the perfect set, perfect props for everything. Even the mama from um, uh, Derek LaSalle. They're they're on everybody. It was mm-hmm. good. Their the lion was that was on that shoulder. Yes, yeah, the but, lion, the wardrobe. Yes. Him yes. talking to Babar. Yeah, yeah. He called it Babar. So, he was like, talking to Babar. It was so good. <laughs> They did so good. Everything, was everything behind the things that made the movie visually it is just so seamless. It was in the it was based in the real world. They did a good job with that um, concept, but we can skip concept because it's the same thing as um as storyline. You hear me tell it. Writing in the script uh, outside of the train sequence, like like. Uh, uh, Ms. Brown says, because we're doing COVID <laughs> names, I don't want to put a whole name out there. Uh, uh, yeah, that particular department was unbelievable at writing, but I, as far as for the focus of where it needed to be, I think it was acceptable. I don't know how else they would have did it. I think they could have done it several other ways, personally, but that was the only part. But the writing itself, I still give it 10 out of 10. 
because so, I believe that she would. I believe she said no, and that's why she gets in ten out of ten because I actually believed it. Okay. okay. I would say the right. The thing I like the writing. It's just like like I said, some scenes just really irk me. But also, I don't if I can't put myself back into that time, so I don't mm -hmm. know. But I feel like if some of it was clownery on her mm -hmm. part. But I'm like, maybe she just was that person. But I'm like, if we gonna write her as an intelligent, cautious woman, then why the train scene did she become goofy? Mm -hmm. But maybe love make you goofy. And mm -hmm. maybe that's why she said no then and then said, wind up saying yes to when I guess the damn parents asked her to fly and wear a pink wedding dress to get married to him. I don't know mm -hmm. what changed her mind in the scene, but- Ugliest dress, I don't care what nobody's saying. <laughs> Personally, I'm gonna give this the, the writing um, eight out of 10. It's, and that's only from 2021's perspective. Right, that's only. Um, you can tell that not a lot of women were involved in the writing okay. of this at all, if there were any. Um, I think that you know the things that would that I would change is basically from a woman's perspective on how we would do things versus how men think women would do things. If that makes sense. So I give it an eight out of ten for for the writing. What, what in particular would you what did you see? like a woman wouldn't do um i don't think the women would have the bikini contest as a part of the church event <laughs> yeah. it was funny it was funny yeah. but the fact that it was a beauty pageant at all was funny at the church yeah. event we didn't yeah, need yeah, to be yeah. naked for that <laughs> no that is also true yeah, um yeah. that was a big one like that was things that this could have been taken out of the original script <laughs> Again, I agree with y'all. Some of the dialogue kind of dropped off with the love between um, Akeem and Lisa. It was just parts that like didn't necessarily, wasn't necessary. Like it's a part where him and he's talking to Patrice about um, going to school, right? And he mentions being a goat hoarder. And some of that conversation to me just wasn't valuable. Wasn't needed. Things that weren't necessary. That doesn't mean it wasn't wet. It wasn't dry. It wasn't dry, it just wasn't necessary. It was wet, it was nice and juicy. Um, the score and the music, I love the score and the music. You hear the music, yeah. the coming to America music and you know it's coming to yeah, America. Yeah. I'm all on for the score, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all, all on for the music, all on for the soundtrack. Yeah. Every song is like, you know it. The Soul Glow song, the Queen the Bee song. Yeah. They did a great job on the score and the music and the soundtrack. Um, the list. It was an hour and change. So. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. standard. That was fine. Yeah. Was it believable? Believability? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And then the filmography, how it, how it was filmed. Um, another. Another beautiful filmography. Another, another beautiful, beautiful like, filmography. I really think I want to get into like maybe editing or something. I'm not sure what I want to get Ooh, into, but like. You inspired. I, I've been saying about the last couple of movies we watched. Like, I really like the idea of like where the camera is and what perspective that makes you look at the scene from. It's very interesting to me, and they they did a good job of placing the camera as someone in the room versus from like the perspective wasn't from Akeem's. It was from somebody who was in the room. Yeah, and I like that. Good observation. I liked. I like that. Um, they did a great job filming it. I agree. Ten out of ten. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Well, no, I think I said 9 out of 10, but it's still 10 out of 10 in my heart. Yeah, you know, the filmography? Yeah. No, oh, 10 out of 10 is film. It's, it's, yeah. Um, the filmography is 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, 
Next bullet is uh, replay value. Yes. I've seen this movie a million times. I've seen this movie a million Tell me someone who only watched it once and it was like, oh, okay. This is going to meet that person. As I raise my hand in sheer. <laughs> now, my question is, have you, you seen it before? once? you seen it before this time, right? Did you be watching? Yeah, the- I've seen it before you this time, yes. Before? Yes. I wonder if that's generational. Maybe. Because I, I remember being your age and watching this movie just on my own accord. Maybe it's generational, but um, I've seen it once younger. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was funny, to my knowledge. To my memory, I thought it was funny, you know, coming mm-hmm. to America. I watched it now. <clears throat> I'm not watching it again after this time. Wow. <laughs> I honestly hope uh, I watch it. coming to America, too, is just as funny. Because if it's on TV, has... I put it on. Right. I, I, if it, to me, especially during the holidays, like I'm at this one. I watch it. I'll just turn it on. I don't watch it with commercials and I don't watch it with uh, like I hate the TV version with oh, the, the commercials. Yeah. No, <laughs> no curse words. I hate what they I do. Know. Like when they change the words. Mother sucker. Because in that it's horrible. <laughs> it's so terrible. I they um the uh, full real version of it. I can't watch the, the TV version of it. It is terrible. When they released, when they made like the statements that they was gonna do this the second movie, they put coming to America on like NBC on like a Wednesday night, and I said, "What on earth is happening here?" And it was very heavily edited. Yeah, heavily edited. They edited on BET. They everywhere. There's no point of like why it doesn't go on those channels. It goes on. I will not watch this again. It was oh, it was an okay movie. But if it was just on, I would just have it on as background noise, like something you falling asleep to. I wouldn't. No offense, I wouldn't. I feel very offended. No, that's fine. That's she, how. Not that's, fine. That's the age. That's the age. I'm not fine. It's not fine. I'm offended. I don't think it's age. I think it's preference. You are not a comedy guy. You keep saying you okay with comedy, but you're not a comedy. Guy. I like comedy. I laugh at comedy. What is you, what is your? She's not a comedy. Preference in comedy. I freaking laugh at comedy. What's, I don't What's know my preference in comedy. Funny. She's not a comedy. That's, that's funny. She's not a comedy guy. She's not. She's well, like I like comedy. Trying her, she's trying no. to defend her comedy movies when she does not like comedy. I Did mean, Coming like, to America uh, was not that funny to me. It was chuckles. It was good. Like I did. I have. Did I smile? Yes. Did I chuckle? Yes. Did I freaking gut bust? No. I did not gut bust. Do you like forty year old virgin? Forty year old virgin. Virgin. She probably never seen, seen it. it. You it never seen familiar. a forty old version. Slow, slow, slow down. Slow down. She doesn't like comedies. No, I do like comedies. I said it sounds familiar, <laughs> but I don't remember. I had to like. I probably had to see a clip. I feel like the more this conversation goes on, the more my point is being proven. <laughs> yes, I, like I agree. I like comedy. <laughs> I'm a, I agree. She's I'm a comedy person. I am a comedy person. But you can't even America. even list a, your comedies. How do you say your comedy? You don't even know your favorite I don't comedy. Have to list my, I don't have to list my comedies. No, I'm a comedy person. If it's funny, I'm going to watch it. If mm. it's funny. I, I feel like, I feel I like you're, I think you can't stay, you can't name five funny movies. She's not a comedy guy. It's funny. And you Give don't me time like to name my five movies. Give me time to name my five movies. Oh my nah, goodness. I can name you five movies right now. I'm on a spot. Like, name me your That's what I'm saying. Like, it's an instinct because I love comedies. Come to America. You said, you said, white. 40 year old virgin. 40 year old virgin. 
the uh, don't be guys, a menace in the hood while drinking on the hood. Don't be right. Don't an anchor man. Don't be a menace of South Street. Don't miss a don't be a menace of South Central about drinking your juice in the hood. I got five, <laughs> baby. Cool. Five right there, baby. Five, baby. Right there, five, baby. <laughs> uh, Deadpool. I mean, we there's. I like I can Deadpool. Go Deadpool. Deadpool. I like Deadpool. Like, I like Deadpool. He's so bottom. I mean, you can do yeah. how high, how high was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like. There's movies for days. Give me time. Give me you're some not a comedy guy. I'm a comedy I'm, guy. I would prefer you guy. just say you're not a comedy guy than try to, comedy, to make a list of comedy. Guy. <laughs> I'm a comedy guy. Okay. You're not. I'm a comedy guy. Okay. You so we decided that we love this movie. If you like right? action and comedy, you could have been like Pirates of the Caribbean. That's funny and, and, and have action in it. We love this movie. I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. E, you're giving it a 10 out of 10. Tracy, yeah. are you giving it a 10 out of 10 as well? Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten as well. Boom! It's still a very successful, like that's it's it. A successful it's movie. Like my top two favorite movies for sure. Um, I wanted to ask you guys what predictions or what expectations do you have for the part two? I have zero expectations. Very, very low expectations. One because of the gap that has been taken for so long mm-hmm. to get it done. Two, I think it was more pressure by the people than anything else even though it came from out of nowhere like uh, uh other things where where there's spin-off there's there's b related movies based off of this movie mm-hmm. like people are trying to imitate it so i think based off of imitation is flattery then that would mean okay let's make it right and if it comes down to it because you ain't seen arsenio hall do movie like a movie in years Mm-hmm. So he definitely made the return he, for this, right? So if he's bringing people out for those namesakes, I'm more excited about who's in a movie versus mm-hmm. how the movie is going to be played. Mm-hmm. That's my nostalgia mm-hmm. with it. I'm not mm-hmm. so I have low expectations because I don't think the plot is going to be as good. I I just mm-hmm. don't. I'm more excited about who's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Tracy, my expectations are low, mm-hmm. and also I kind of already got something kind of something against it low-key because i really don't like the part that he got a illegitimate son like 30 years like, later mm-hmm. okay because who did prince akeem even sleep with that his son now is in america because mm-hmm. in the movie they didn't show that he slept with anybody if anybody simi should be having a kid simi should have That's all like, the kids you know like soy in the oats <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i'm like that I'm a, i want to know how they tie that together like i want to mm-hmm. see the mathing of how I think it he just. And I think I think that what I saw somewhere was that Leslie um, Leslie Jones is was supposed to be one of the women that was at the the bar and they went home with the lady and that's how the baby came. They don't even like make it complex. The night that they did the speed demon, Leslie Jones was one of the women he had sex with her. Because they, they, didn't, they know they didn't show them come on, going home with any women. They did not. Every time they was at the bar, Lord. it was always disappointment. So it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we tired. Mm-hmm. If they do a B roll. With Leslie Jones as Arsenio Hall in that dress. <laughs> she is the one that gets I hope pregnant. Not. Oh, I hope not. That'd be so offensive. Yeah, to do lessons like that. That's the only thing I'm thinking about. Okay, good, good. I don't think um, that's going to make sense how that's going to tie in, but I don't have any expectations because I'm right. not like a super fan, diehard like you guys. So like I'm mm-hmm. just watching it clear head to see what's popping. I think. I am trying very hard to tamper down yeah, my expectations. Like, I, they up here. They up here. Yeah. I'm expecting a lot. Um, but I'm trying to not let that ruin, ruin my 
um, my experience with this movie. I want to treat it as like a, a different thing, but I know that's not realistically how my heart's going to do. My heart's going to, you know, compare every shot for how the first movie was. I'm hoping that the storyline makes sense. Right. Even that's if my it's, point. Even yeah. if it's even if it's something that's like didn't they didn't show in the first movie, if if it's something that I can suspend belief, like okay, let's just act like Leslie Jones and Akeem hooked up in '87. You know, Leslie Jones would have been a minor at the time. Let's just act like it was real. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, if they if it's written well and it's acted well, and I can believe it, I'm not gonna fuss about that. I'm just I'm just trying real hard to make. I'm hope it's funny. I hope it's funny. God, I hope it's funny. I'm I hope, hope it's funny. funny too. I hope it's funny. Because I am a comedy guy and I'm going to be waiting for the laughs. <laughs> that's funny. Now that's I'm funny. making a face. I'm making a face, everybody. Okay. Well, thank you, E. We appreciate you coming to the show today and being on the show. Do you have any plugs or anything you want to say or any things you want to promote real quick before we get up out of here? Um, I hope I didn't trample. I hope I did well. hope you guys invite me back. It has been Fun, fun, fun. Um, check out um, Iron Crown Productions on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And there's a series web series called Black Therapy. We have finished That's season good, John. one. We are, mm-hmm. we are gearing up for season two. Um, mm-hmm. There's many more to come. Also, uh, gear, look up for a, a Dad Game. And mm-hmm. looking for more projects from Be More Immortals. Uh, I gotta tell you, there's a lot coming down the pike, and we got some excitement things coming. So mm-hmm. just stay tuned, and I'll let you know what's going on. Yay! All right, Yay. I hope for the best. Yeah. We will be back coming to America too. Coming to America too. Bye. To America too. Talk to y'all later. Let me tell you, it's a part of the Loud and Long Podcast Network. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also listen to us wherever you find podcasts.